0: Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 83, the review for Spider-Man Far From Home. Well hello there, ladies and gentlemen of the North, South, East and West and welcome to another episode of Film Focus I'm your host the Hypersonic 55 and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion So how are you doing today? Good, bad and different? I hope you're good and I hope you're ready because today I'm getting to review a film I have been curious and hyped about all year Of course I'm talking about Spider-Man Far From Home now this is the sequel to spider-man home cover from 2017 and this is also a film that continues the events from the previous two Avengers films that just happened last year and this year Avengers Infinity War and Endgame so the continuity is strong throughout all three of those previous films and I I have a lot to say and um, i don't know if you can tell but like i'm technically smiling right now i have a slightly giddy and hyperactive like you know attitude going on right now (laughs) i can't hide my excitement for the film like you know is it i cannot hide my appreciation for this film spider-man far from home was a really good time i really enjoyed the movie and you know what i could end the podcast saying it saying that right now like you know is it spider-man far from home was a good time you should see it podcast over cue the music but that wouldn't make for a very satisfying episode would it you want details and while I could go into some nitty-gritty details that would go into spoiler territory which I would never want to do I would never want to rob you of the experience of seeing something fresh as possible I know there's some people that say spoilers don't matter but there's something fun about seeing something fresh and not knowing it was coming so I'm gonna give you the best spoiler free review that I can while trying to articulate my thoughts and talk around certain plot points and blah 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 and so on and so forth so yeah we will be doing a nice little review today but before that we're going to go into some background detail now if you guys didn't know already spider-man is my favorite superhero he was the one I attached myself to the most when I was a kid I first came across spider-man via the animated series back in the 90s uh, I eventually got some comic book material in my like you know later years and um, every adaptation that there ever has been whether it be in television video games or primarily the movies I was all about that. I love Spidey. Spidey's my boy. He's the superhero I relate to the most. His struggle is a constant thing that like you know I can relate to but also just like seeing how Peter Parker and Spider-Man try to navigate this whole crazy life going on and In the MCU, especially with the way he was reintroduced in such a fantastic way in Captain America Civil War and the way in which they were able to capture, like, you know, that teen movie John Hughes kind of thing going on with Spider Man Homecoming, I was really looking forward to seeing what John Watts and the rest of the cast were able to do, building upon like the foundations of what that last film did. And especially after Infinity War and Endgame, I was like, what is going on with Peter Parker now? There are so many questions I have what's life going to be like for him now what's he learned since then and how is he going to continue in this post endgame world as well um also by the way there's going to be endgame spoilers in here the film is like you know a few months old but everyone knows what happened in endgame so if you're like listening to this not knowing what happened in the previous two avengers film i don't know what's going on but anyway that's warning for you in the future but anyway moving on to the trailer for far from home i thought the first trailer was pretty good It was pretty interesting that, like, you know, was it Peter Parker and the rest of his, like, you know, school friends were going to be going on a field trip to Europe. He was going to try and, like, you know, figure out things with MJ, see how that thing progressed. And there was a big hype around Mysterio, one of the most classic Spider-Man villains ever, finally getting his live-action debut and he being played by bloody Jake Gyllenhaal, of all people. Sign me up. I think I saw the second trailer after that, but it was primarily the first trailer where I was just like, yo, I'm hyped. I was sold on the first trail I didn't need to see anything more than that so I was like yo give me that juice mate so I saw spider-man far from home on opening day it's been a few days since I saw it and um, yeah I still like it quite a lot but I wanted to make sure that like you know that my thoughts on the film were exact you know no variations in there so I sat on it for a few days and that's why this review is coming out now so with all that being said we're gonna do this review the same way we do all the other ones with us talking about the story characters presentation and then going through the conclusion at the end so without further ado let's jump in so the story for this film can be described as the following Peter Parker and the rest of his friends are being taken on a school trip across Europe and for Peter he just wants a normal holiday he just wants to try and get close to MJ and try to make some good memories however the trip is sort of interrupted when there are these crazy elemental monsters that come along trying to threaten the trip and all the people around them so Peter Parker is recruited by Nick Fury and is helped alongside this new ally in the form of Mysterio and these two have to team up to try and take on these elemental monsters before chaos ensues. And that is the best way for me to describe the plot of this film without going into the area spoilers. I thought the story for this film was pretty good and it was way more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Now, the trailers for this film gave you a decent idea of what was going on. However, Marvel in recent years have been doing a pretty good job of emitting certain details from the film, so when you end up watching this film especially, there are so much more details than like you know what was led on, so there's a lot more to discover. This film is essentially Peter Parker's journey, growing up not only as a superhero but as a man, and the struggles he faces with living up to the legacy of not only Tony Stark but his responsibilities as a superhero but also him just wanting a normal life. It's that classic Peter Parker struggle, and it's done very, very well. This film also directly addresses the events of Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame, so do not think you can go straight from, like, you know, just Homecoming to Far From Home. There is key details in those Avengers films that tie into this one, so don't even try it. Go watch those and then watch this. But the way in which this film ties into Endgame and Infinity War is, is really interesting, very smart and pretty funny and there are also some really deep cut references to MCU films of the past which came in unexpected but very welcome ways and these references aren't essential for you to know when you go into the film however if you know your MCU however if you know your MCU lore some of those deep cut references were good dude so good and then there's a the tone and humor if there's one thing that Homecoming got right, it was those two elements. And Far From Home continues to excel in those areas. This area of the MCU happens to be so quirky, random, odd and hilarious, and it leans into that a lot more with great moments with the characters to interact and highlight the absurdity of their situations. And The jokes come quickly, they have good timing, and several times I find myself smiling and laughing at the action on screen. But on top of that, there are some really good dramatic and emotional moments that were handled really well. and when the emotional stuff started to kick in it was done pretty darn well. Also the plot has some interesting twists and turns and if you know your comic book source material this film takes a lot of those elements and mixes it up. So things feel new but they have the core aspects intact much like other good Spider-Man material like the spectacular Spider-Man TV show or the recent PS4 Spider-Man game. Also this film this film has two of the most stellar post credit scenes that I've ever seen in a Marvel Studios film they stood out really well they were very surprising and really good and I'm sure you've probably seen stuff about this online already but that mid-credits scene is probably my favorite post-credits related scene in any film I've ever seen since Thanos' reveal at the end of Avengers I don't want to say anything specific but holy cow it was unbelievably awesome alright now it's time to talk about the characters and yo man I love the cast in this film they were so good one of my favorite aspects of Spider-Man Homecoming was the cast because they were all so good and the characters were all sorts of fun and interesting and just very memorable and this film brings most of those people back and some new additions who all fit within this world in a wonderful way everybody has purpose and whether they are main cast secondary or just there for like you know comic relief they all serve a purpose and this is probably my favorite cast um next to black panther and you know the avengers related films but that's you know a cheat because everyone's in those but yeah let's start out with my boy tom holland as peter parker slash spider-man i've been going on about how much i like this kid since 2016 but it needs to be said again Tom Holland he does such a stellar job in this role one of my favorite things about this interpretation of Peter Parker is because he's so young he's naive he's still trying to figure out like you know is it things about the world he's smart but he's he's still got things to learn not only about being a superhero but also just interacting with people you know is it trying to make like those tough life choices and stuff like that and we also get to see a lot more of what makes Peter Parker unique, seeing more of his, uh, you know, decision making, seeing more of his smarts, seeing more of those unique attributes that make Peter Parker such an enduring character on and off the battlefield. And yeah, this is definitely more of a Peter Parker slash Spider-Man related adventure because obviously with him, you know, getting his suit from Iron Man and having such close ties to him from Civil War up into Avengers Endgame seeing now that Tony Stark is no longer with us he has to try and step into the role of a superhero but also do it in his own way and seeing him navigate that journey throughout this film was just fantastic and Holland he has the humor the passion the drama down he's great he's just awesome then there's Nick Fury played by the one and only Sam Jackson he's great Sam Jackson just has, like, you know, that wonderful balance of seriousness but saying things that make you laugh. You wouldn't want to be in the same room as him because he's just so intense, but. Sam Jackson does a great job as Nick Fury, as usual. I really enjoyed him in this film. And then there's Zendaya as Michelle, aka MJ. I thought she was pretty fun in this film and much more engaging than she was in the last one. Now, that's not to say in Homecoming I didn't like her. I thought she was fun as, like, you know, this random chick that just sort of showed up and, like, you know, said horrible things to Peter and Ned on occasions. She was pretty funny, but it was just because she was so cold and distant from everybody else I couldn't really you know was it gravitate towards her or I couldn't engage with her but in this film you definitely start to see you know more sides of her you get to see why she is who she is and you start to understand why Peter would you know want to engage with her and the scenes that her and Peter have together are just fabulous It's freaking adorable their on-screen chemistry is fabulous so it's really good and then there's Colby Smulders and Maria Hill, she is just as good as she was in any of the other films, she was still pretty solid. I like her interpretation of this character and uh, she did well. And then there's Jon Favreau as Happy Hogan, he's still as delightful as he's ever been, he had a lot more going on with this film as opposed to the last one and there are some wonderfully funny moments between him, Peter and some of the other characters in the film and um, yeah, just <sighs> Favreau, he knows what he's doing, he's, he's good. He's not only good as the director, obviously, but like you know, as an actor, this guy has lost a step. He he knows his comedic moments, and he he brings no he brings the fire in this film. Um, also, you have J B. Smoove as like one of the teachers. I think his name is Julius Dell. He is great. I've been seeing this guy in many like you know is it random black related comedy shows and like you know is it films over the years. And this guy, he's great. He has so many good like you know is it uh, quotes and one-liners in this film. He's great. And then obviously we got to talk about my boy Ned. My boy Ned played by Jacob Batalon. I love this guy. He's my boy. He makes me so happy. Him and uh, Peter have such a great connection. They have like the kind of like, you know, is it cool dude related like, you know, friendship that like a lot of people would aspire to have. And he has great comedic moments in this film. He's still good. Um, Martin Starr as Roger Harrington like you know is it Peter's teacher he, the decathlon teacher from the first film he's great he has a lot of really fun moments in this film he's still an idiot but like you know a fun kind of idiot Marissa Tomei as like you know Aunt May she's really good she still has a lot of really fun moments and then obviously we gotta talk about the main dude Jake Gyllenhaal as Quentin Beck aka Mysterio I had high hopes for him. I thought, okay, he's an interesting choice, but what's he gonna do? And as soon as I saw the first trailer, I'm like, I'm in. I want it. And he did not disappoint. He was absolutely stellar. He has one of those sort of on-screen presences that sort of just you know your eyes and your everything else in your being. You know, you you gravitate towards him, and he did such a great job. He was crap. He was charismatic. He was fun, He was engaging his character was everything I wanted and then some, he had some really really good on-screen like, uh, moments with uh, Peter Parker as well and yeah it was, it was good and yeah everyone else in the cast was just really solid, I really like um, the lady who played Betty Brant, she was really fun and the dude who played Flash Thompson while obviously not the classic Flash Thompson this version he's awful he's just like this really annoying little punk but he was great, I had some good times with him and yet just everybody in the cast served a purpose, they were fun they were all good. Alright and now it's time to talk about the presentation and I thought that aspect of the film was quite good. Visually the film was definitely a step up from the previous one and I'm not talking just in terms of scale but also when it comes to the variety and unique aspects of the action sequences. As much as I like Spider- man Homecoming, it didn't have as many memorable or battles action sequences save for the ship that was split in half. But in this film, thanks to the inclusion of Mysterio, the new elemental monsters and new locations in Europe, we are given some really cool set pieces that vary in size and scale and you know, you are going from like interior locations to exterior locations with a good use of buildings and other structures in the area. And thanks to dynamic and varied camera shots and angles, it to some intense, fluid and crazy looking action sequences that really showed off Spider-Man's abilities and powers to improvise on the fly. The visual effects for the most part were really good, we had some really crisp, shiny and clear visual effects throughout this film that had really interesting imagery going on on screen, all of it was fairly unique and at times it felt a little excessive but considering what was going on on screen, it was fine. And then, when it comes to the music, it's once again handled by my man, Michael Giacchino. And while this film definitely wasn't the next level film score I'd hoped for, it was definitely a step up from the one before. We had new composition for Mysterio, some of the locations in Europe, and some more emotional material that felt stronger and had more resonance than before. He definitely carries on from, like, you know, the previous film, borrowing some of those uh, previous themes, and they are utilized pretty well. But I just felt like this film score had more presence than it did before and it was just lovely Uh, some of those moments were really special and nicely done so I will be looking forward to listening to the soundtrack as a whole uh, this time around as opposed to the homecoming one. Chikino did a good job and so now we come to the conclusion what did I think of Spider-Man Far From Home well if it wasn't apparent from all the stuff I was talking about beforehand Spider-Man Far From Home was really fun I just had a good time with this The interesting thing was about Homecoming, when I left that film, when I saw that in IMAX two years ago, I thought, yeah, it was a good time. It wasn't a great film, but it was the film that I needed just to see Spider-Man in a solo based adventure again, but I feel like this film builds upon the foundation of that older film and then just expands upon it in really fun and interesting ways. All of the best aspects of Homecoming are brought into this film and are enhanced all of the shortcomings from homecoming are fixed for the most part and then enhanced everything's just enhanced and really good and really fun and I was just so incredibly pleased it was a great new chapter for Peter Parker to go on it had the humor, it had the heart, it had all the good characters and it had really stellar fun action sequences there was a lot of interesting twists and turns and surprises and I was just so pleased is a film that you need to see I highly recommend it try to see it as soon as possible just to avoid any spoilers and yeah if you want to go about and talk about the film to me holler at me on Twitter why I'm at Hypersound55 or at FilmFocus55 or via the email the hypersonic 555 at gmail.com or check us out on SoundCloud or on iTunes give me all your good ratings please subscribe join the crew because we'd love to have you it'd be great and yeah that's pretty much it for the time being thank you for listening as always and until the next time ladies and gentlemen this is the hypersonic 55 signing out peace